Hello, and thank you so much for joining us today at Pathway Community Church's podcast. Our heart for you is that you would encounter God like never before, and you would begin to get a new, revitalized passion for Jesus and all that he has for you. If you want to find out more info about Pathway Community Church, please visit www.pathwaycc.org. Or to find out about some amazing upcoming events, go to www.pathwayevents.org. We just hope you have the best day and that God would do a miracle, life-changing work in your heart. Bless you. I'd like to invite to the pulpit Pastor Tony Rohr. Yeah, yeah, let's give him a big hand. I have been missing my partner. Come on. He has been under the weather here recently. And, uh, dude, you're looking like an old man with yeah, the stool up here. I know, man. Um, yeah. He skipped out on me last week. I did skip out. He was supposed to preach. Supposed to. He just said, oh, Pastor Jim, I need a break. <laughs> Brother, yeah, I love you, man. Love I'm you. so grateful that God has given you a word for us today. And church, let's pray for him real quick Amen. as he as he gets ready to bring in the word of God. Thank you, Lord. Father, we have missed Pastor Tony here these last couple of weeks, and we're so grateful that he is here. Father, I thank you for the, the fire that you have put into his belly. I thank you for the word that you have put into his soul. And I thank you for what is going to pour out of this servant today. So right now, I pray for your fresh anointing, your fresh fire to come through as he brings your word. And Lord, it's not just enough that we get our ears tickled here today. That's never what it's all about. But set our hearts on fire with what you are bringing today and move our feet into action. And may we share the love of Jesus, seeing the transformation of people because of the encounter they have. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank Amen. you. You guys are so gracious. You're, you're pretty, too. We have a pretty congregation. Do you all know that? Look at somebody and say you're pretty, even if you have to just tell a little bit of a fib. You're pretty. You're pretty. Oh, my goodness. Hey, as I was praying for you guys, I, I, um, I, I was, I'm celebrating something this month. Actually, uh, you guys have honored Dee and I for eight years of ministry here at Pathway Community Church. You guys, eight years. Can you believe it, Anita? Eight years. You guys put up with me for eight years. That's amazing. And, you know, I, <laughs> I hear some of the laughter going on, so... Uh, just keep that to yourself. Um, no, I, uh, and I, I have been, I've been sick the past couple weeks. Um, stupid Rona. Um, I really, uh, really got hit with it. It, it was actually kind of like, for those of you who have had it, it kind of felt like a cold. And then, it, and then it decided to give me a little lung action happen. And that's what, that's what I'm kind of feeling today is I'm, I'm just feeling a little bit in the lungs that I don't have the energy that I usually have. So pray for me that the Holy Spirit will help me. But how many of you know that the Word of God is what it is, no matter if I'm jumping up and down or sitting right here on this stool, amen? It is what it is. And I felt, I felt too, like, 
as I was thinking about being here for eight years, I really felt like the Lord spoke to my heart, and I, and I felt like I got a word for us to start, that there are some of you, uh, some of you have been here a lot longer than I've been, a few of you, but there's those of you who have been committed to this ministry, and I, I just felt like I needed to honor some of you today, because as I'm looking through the audience, I know who you are. So I just felt as, as we were starting, I felt like I wanted to honor you, number one, for the commitment, um, and the word was faithfulness. Faithfulness is a big deal in this day. We are living in a world that's just transient, like, man, we just... We just like this ice cream or that ice cream or we can go to McDonald's or whatever. We're just, we're just all over the place. And in a world like that, it's so difficult to be committed to a place. So I, I didn't know quite how to do this, but I'm going to just say if you've been here, and those of you who are watching online as well, if you have been here, like you've been committed to this ministry in this place, and you know in your heart what that is, for five years or more, and you're, you're here in this place, would you please, and I don't like to embarrass people, but I really want to today. Will you stand to your feet? Will you stand to your feet? Those of you who have been here five years or more, come on, just stand up. Come on, now all over the room, all over the room, all over the room. Five years you have committed to this ministry. Listen, stay standing, stay standing. And those of you online, Listen, I, f I felt like the, the Lord gave me a word for you. Faithfulness, faithfulness, faithfulness. The Lord honors your faithfulness. He sees it, and even when no one else is watching, you do the things that, that people, other people won't do. And you, and you know what it is. You work behind the scenes. You're committed to something bigger than yourselves, and the Lord says he has seen your faithfulness. And he honors you today in the name of Jesus. You are honored. And, and this body is thankful and grateful for your commitment. And I'm just praying that it will rub off on every person. That we will become a people who are committed to something. Something bigger than ourselves. Amen. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, just right now, just right now, just bless every person in this room. Thank you for those watching online. Those who have been committed to this house, Lord, I bless them in the name of Jesus. Favor, 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 the favor of the Lord is upon you. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, for your goodness to us and your faithfulness to us. In Jesus' mighty name, and everyone said, amen. One more hand clap for everyone. Hmm. Yeah, I'm starting to feel it in the spirit now. I got to get up out of that stool. Yeah. Holy Spirit, I just pray. You know, as I was watching, as I was watching online and watching Pastor Jim's message, I was like, as Jim, as he was sharing that message, I was like, oh yes, the message about being, you know, um, a part of the world, and the world has a system, and the world has a. Um, um, that we need to come out away from that because that's really what I'm going to dive into a little bit more today. I'm not going to repeat a lot of what he was saying, but it really is an important message because I was asking the Lord, 
Why, Lord, do I need to share this again? Why is this so important? Because as we continue in this uh, series, Serial Killers, it, there is a world system. If, if you're not aware of this, there is a world system that is trying to kill and to steal and to destroy. John 10.10, right? The enemy comes to steal and to kill and destroy. And I think that Pastor Jim shared James 4.4 last week. That, uh, and that scripture is, don't you realize friendship with the world makes you an enemy of God? Really powerful scripture. I, I just wanted to share a couple more to add on to that. And uh, one of them I want to share is John 15, 18 and 19. And Jesus said this. Um, do we have that scripture, John? It is up there already? Yeah. He said this. this. These are the words of Jesus. If the world hates you, remember that it hated me first. Pretty strong words. If the world hates you, remember that it hated me first. The world would love you as one of its own if you belong to it. But you are no longer part of the world. It's a reminder today, just a, a double whammy here, Pastor Jim. Double whammy that, that we don't belong to the world and the world systems. It's, uh, you are no longer part of the world, Jesus said. But here's the, here's the thing. He said, I chose you to come out of the world. So it hates you. John 15, 18 through 19. Now, some of, you, some of you are aware of this, that I love movies. I love films, not all of them, because a, a lot of the stuff that's coming out today is bleh. But there's, there's some really good classic movies that I love. And it's funny to say classic movies because, to me, to me they're just, they're not classics. They're just, uh, I grew up with these movies. And is, did anybody um, ever watch The Matrix Okay, so, so the Matrix, the Matrix, listen, <laughs> the Matrix was this whole series of movies that were based on um, a world system. And, and it was, it's actually, as, as you watch the Matrix, and if you watch it again, you're going to go like, whoa, this is really creepy right now. Because if you don't know the basis of the Matrix, the, the Matrix was a computer system that was set up to keep humans in bondage because there was a, a group of AIs, artificial intelligence, that rose up, and there was a battle between humans and artificial intelligence. And so to, in the battle, the humans scorched the sky so the AIs couldn't have any energy. Well, the, the AIs figured out that, well, humans are little battery packs, and so what they did is they created a system where they plugged the humans into a computer system. And they were using the battery, the energy from these people. Now, I know that sounds all complex and stuff, but the bottom line is this, right? There is a system in, in the world that comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. There's a famous line in The Matrix where Morpheus says to Neo that the Matrix is the world that's been pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth. Mm. There is a system in our society, it's very organized, 
And it's organized by the evil one to pull the shades over our eyes, to keep us in bondage, to keep us from knowing the truth. Because the reality is the enemy knows that when you know the truth, the truth will set you free. (laughs) And the truth has a name, and his name is Jesus. Hallelujah. So what I want to talk to you about today, what I was assigned to talk to you today was about this, there's a, there's, there's a world in, there's a word, a world, <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I know. <laughs> so there's a word in this culture that has to do with one of the world's systems, one of the world's philosophies, and that word is tolerance. The word tolerance, when I say that word, you probably have heard it in some sort of way, shape, or form through the media or however, that tolerance is in essence the world's way to show love. But even the word itself, there's just something wrong. There's just something that doesn't mesh up. Even when you say the word tolerance, so it's like we tolerate people or we tolerate something. Well, I want you to know, to make no mistake about it, that I believe that the word tolerance was created by a world system, by a matrix, if you will, to try to disguise itself as truth. I, uh, we, had a, we had a great minister here years back. Do you ever remember John KZ that used to come here? He was an evangelist that was with us. I'll never forget John sharing this message one time. He got this bottle of water out, just sort of like this, and he said, he said, now, now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if I told you that this bottle of water was 99% pure, would you drink this bottle of water? No way, man. I'm not going to drink 99% pure water. I want the 100% stuff. What's that 1%? Did you, did you dip it out of the sewer or something? Did you get a little, little eyedropper of toilet water in there? I'm not drinking that. But see, here's how the enemy works. And just be very aware of this. Because there's another passage of Scripture in 2 Corinthians 11:14 that says, Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. So what happens is, is some of the best lies, some of the best things that he, that he brings to us have a lot of truth in them, but they have an eyedropper of poo-poo. <laughs> this doesn't, so I'm going to drink it. Ah, uh, Courtney, she says, Sh- are you sure? <laughs> So today I want to expose the word tolerance. just want to expose it. And I'm going to do this by simply doing something that I think that we should do for everything that we're not sure of. Uh, uh, there are some things we're just not sure about. There are some political parties we're just not sure about. There are some ideas out there that we're just not sure about. I want to propose to us that the litmus test that I'm about to take you through for the word tolerance is the same litmus test that we need for every issue that we have. Everything that's kind of, is it kind of pure or is it a little bit (laughs) poo-poo? 
And that litmus test is J-E-S-U-S. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus is the litmus test to find out if something is poo-poo or no poo-poo. I really believe that Jesus is the heart of everything that we do. Guys, I am so in love with him as we were worshiping this morning. My heart was just saying, Jesus, I, I, I was just over here. Jesus, I just love you more. I love you more. I love you more. I pray that, guys, if you, if you don't leave with anything else today, that you leave in love with Jesus just a little bit more in your heart. He loves us so much. That he's given us a way. He's given us his word. He's given us his spirit. He's given us everything to know what is poo-poo and what isn't poo-poo. I got to get off that poo-poo word. (laughs) So today I want to give you four tolerance says statements. Followed by Jesus says statements. And then the key gospel response to each of those statements. And see, now listen, this will work for tolerance. This will work for any other thing that you're, that, you're, that you're wrestling through. And you're just trying to figure out, is this really right? You know what I'm talking about? Like you'll hear something and it'll, it'll just be like, you know, that sounds pretty good. But there's something that just isn't right about that. And I really believe that's the spirit of the, of the living God. So today I just pray that as we look at this word tolerance and this, this system, this matrix system, that you'll be set free. So the first one that I want to bring to you today is tolerance says this. Here we go. Tolerance says this. And if you're writing notes, this would be note time. Tolerance says do what you want. Do what you want. Do what you want. You're your own person, right? Do what you want. You don't have to ask permission for somebody. It's just this idea that we just do whatever we want, which is really odd because um, even their, the, own, the world system doesn't really believe that. But anyway, that's what tolerance says. Do what you want. But Jesus says, Jesus says, come follow me. Come follow me. Let me read you a couple of scriptures. And then, oh no, one more thing. Then the key at the bottom is to be born again. It's to be born again. So John 14, 23 says this, and these are the words of Jesus. All those who love me will do what I say. Luke 6, 49. Jesus says this. Anyone who hears and doesn't obey is like a person who builds a house right on the ground without a foundation. When the floods sweep down against that house, it will collapse in a heap of ruins. Then listen to this in John 3, 3 to 8. Jesus replied, I tell you the truth. Unless you are, what's the word? Born again. Unless you are born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. What do you mean, exclaimed Nicodemus? How can an old man go back into his mother's womb and be born again? 
Jesus replied, I assure you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and of spirit. Humans can reproduce only human life, but the Holy Spirit gives birth to spiritual life. So don't be surprised when I say you must be born again. The wind blows wherever it wants, just as you can hear the wind, but you can't tell where it comes from or where it's going. So you can't explain how people are born of the Spirit. Now, those of you who are familiar with the movie The Matrix, right? This is, this is my first sermon that I ever preached here eight years ago. I showed a clip. I'm not going to show this clip today. You guys know because you were here. I never lived it down, ever. Aiden reminded me of it every sermon. He said, oh, you got to show that clip again? Are you going to show that clip again? It, it, yeah, yeah, no, you can go home and watch it. It's, it's, the one where, it's the one where Neo, right, after he does the pill thing, right, he takes the red pill, but he has to get kicked, he gets kicked out of the matrix, right? So he, he, there's some sort of glitch that happens, and they literally, he has what I call a born-again experience. He had been in the matrix his entire life. He had been plugged into a system his entire life. And now for the first time, and, and Aiden would always say, oh, yeah, you showed that thing where that thing comes out of his head. You know, and I'm showing this clip, and people are covering their kids' eyes. Oh, my Lord, no. Like, it, it was just, it was gross. It was, it was gross because all these people, if you know the movie, they're in this gel, these little gel cocoons. And he comes out, and, it's, and it, it was like, that's the first thing I thought of, being born. Like, like when a baby is born, it doesn't come out and it's like, oh, look, it's all nice. And no, babies are yuck when they come out of the womb, right? It's like, it's like they're in this beautiful cocoon inside their mother, and now they're being ripped out into a new world. <laughs> uh, maybe, yeah, okay. <laughs> it was funny. It was funny to me when I thought about it at home, but maybe. It, but, but. Here's the point, though, guys. Sometimes I think, I think we think about being born again as this, oh, yeah, I, I said a little prayer, and he's touched me, and, I, and then he cuddled me, and I had a little blanket, and I'm, <laughs> but, but that, that's not the imagery. That, that's not the imagery. Being born again, you're ripped out of your mother's womb. Okay, maybe not ripped out. You're coming out of your mother's womb. You've got all this stuff over you. You were warm. You were safe inside. Now you're exposed to this world that, that never existed for you for nine months. And now here's Neo in this movie. He's in this system for years and years. He comes out of the system, and, he, and I'll never forget the scene because he sees millions of these people who are still plugged into the system. His eyes are opened. When we are born again, I want to propose to us, something has to change. When Jesus was talking to the religious leader, Nicodemus, he didn't understand what he was talking about. What are you talking about? Going back into your mother's womb, this doesn't make any sense. And Jesus said, well, no, it doesn't because it's a spiritual thing. 
Being born again is a thing of the Spirit. Coming to Christ, your eyes being opened, maybe for the first time. Jesus said, be born again. Those who aren't born again will not see the kingdom of God because all of a sudden, just like Morpheus said to Neo, the, the matrix has blinded our eyes and now all of a sudden the spirit of God begins, and actually in Corinthians it talks about a veil that covers the minds and the hearts of those who are far from him. Do you, do you know people like this that you try to tell them about Jesus and they're like, oh yeah, 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 Jesus, that Sunday school guy. That guy, the, the Jesus, the bearded guy, the, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's cool. And you can, you can just see it. It's like they don't get it. It's just, whoo. I'll never forget when I was born again. And those of you who have been born again, right now, I just want you to go to that place when Jesus touched you, when he spoke to you, when he called you out, and you had an experience with him. Your eyes were open. Something happened inside. You, were, you, you couldn't turn off the smile on your face because you were so smiley, smiley. And you're just like, oh, I can't stop smiling because something happened to me. I was blind, but now I see. Something was released. Listen, if you're watching this online, Jesus wants to touch you. He wants to come, and he wants to set the captives free. Be born again. Something changed. Something happened, and now I know he touched me, and he made me whole. The second thing that I need to just keep moving on is I, 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 we, we could just have a born-again sermon here. We could just, because I believe that some of us have had maybe, maybe, maybe we had some sort of thing that happened. Maybe not. We need to get it settled today. If you have not been born again, today is the day to get it settled. Don't wait for tomorrow. Jesus is crying out right now. Be born again. Let the Spirit touch you. I feel the Spirit of the living God upon this. Listen, Jesus is calling us out of the world system, out of the matrix. Become unplugged. I'm, I'm unplugged today. I love you guys. If you're online, be born again. Accept Jesus Christ into your heart. Ask him to come and to pull the veil over your eyes. Let the matrix of your heart be open and come into the place where Jesus says, I have come for you, and now I am, I can see again. Let him come. Well, the second thing that tolerance says, second thing it says is, oh, well, you're just fine the way you are. You're just fine the way you are. Have you ever heard anybody say this? Well, that's just the way I am. You're just going to have to deal with it. That's just the way I am. But Jesus says, be set free. 
Jesus says, this is why people, this, man, I'm telling you, when you get to know Jesus, I don't know, man. If you haven't been born again and you don't know him as your Savior, you're not going to like him too much. He's going to offend you. Because he's not going to allow us to stay where we're at. Thank God. I don't want to be where I was at. I want to be where Jesus is at. Jesus says, be set free. Matthew eleven twenty-eight 28 to 30. Come to me, all you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart. And you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light. Matthew eleven twenty eight. 28. Listen to this. Isaiah 61, 1. And Jesus quoted this scripture, and he said, this scripture is fulfilled within your hearing. Isaiah 61, 1 says, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me. For the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. Be born again. He has sent me to comfort the brokenhearted and to proclaim that the captives will be released and the prisoners will be freed. Woo! Tolerance says, you're fine just the way you are. Jesus says, no, you're not. You're icky. It's time to be set free. And here's the thing, listen, when we've been involved in a world system for so long, right? So we're born again, we're born out of a system, but that system is still in us. It's just like the Israelites, right? They, they were set free from Egypt, but Egypt was still inside of them. We need to be delivered. We need to be set free. Jesus said, whom the Son sets free is free indeed. I really believe that today, whether you're sitting here or you're online watching right now, that if you want to be set free in your heart, you know that there's something not right. You feel like you're still in that system. You're still plugged in somehow. You've, been, you've had a born-again experience, but there's something that needs to be changed. I believe that the Spirit of God will set you free right now if you ask him, Jesus, I don't know what I'm going through. I don't know how what's going on inside of me. But you said in your word that you would set us free, so do it right now. Now, in Jesus' name, be set free. Right where you're sitting, be set free. Let the Holy Spirit touch you and set you free. The third thing that tolerance says is this. Seek your own truth. Seek your own truth. What's true for, what's true for you is maybe not true for me. What's true for him is maybe not true for this other person. But Jesus says this in John 14, 6. I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. See, that's, a, that's an offensive statement to the word tolerance. I guarantee you, you want to get someone fired up, you just say, well, you know, I know you like these parts about Jesus, but Jesus also said this, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. That's an offensive statement in this world. But I can tell you, with all this within me, it's the truth. He is the truth. 
The key to this is it's time to get off the fence. It's time to get out of the world system. It's time to stop playing games, just as Pastor Tyler was saying, that we have the ultimate thing in all of creation. We get to choose. Is that an amazing thing? We get to choose. Choose life. Choose hope. Choose peace, the peace of God. I'm telling you right now, the world has nothing to offer but emptiness. The world will not give you peace. The world will give you more problems. The world will stress you out. Jesus will peace you out. That was pretty good. I just made that up. I like that. So number four, we're getting to the end of it, guys. Hang in there. It says, tolerance says this, and this is, this is a biggie. This is a biggie with tolerance. I will put up with you. I'll put up with you. Oh, you want to believe that? Okay. Whatever you want to believe. Well, we just have to put up with you. We put up with people. Just, I just even hate saying that out loud. It just doesn't even make sense. But Jesus says this. I'll die for you. I'll die for you. Die for you. Listen, listen to these scriptures. John 10, 11. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd sacrifices his life for the sheep. John 15, 12 to 13. This is my command. Love each other the same way I have loved you. There is no greater love. Listen now. There is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. Do you see the difference? Not just putting up with people. I'll never forget uh, a great saint of God, Mother Teresa. And they would, they would ask her, Mother, Mother Teresa, how do you minister to these people in the streets? How do you minister to these people? She would go into the most rancid places and she would literally pull people from the gutters. And her and her nuns would nurse them and allow them to die with dignity. They would pull the maggots out of their skin. They would care for them. They would feed them and water and clothe them. And I said, Mother Teresa, how do you do that? How, how do you do that day after day, week after week, month after month? And she says, oh, it's very simple. You see, when I see those people, I see my Savior. When I see those people, I see Jesus. You see, because love is a person, it's not a philosophy, it's not a good idea. The world tries to come up with good ideas. How do we appease the masses? But they have a system and they have to stay in their system. And their system is not like Jesus. Never forget another pastor saying that there's never been a person that you locked eyes with that Jesus wouldn't have died for. 
I want you to think about that right now. Even what's going on in our world and in our culture, the division that's happening in our nation. What if we would lay down our political viewpoints? What if we would lay down our pride? What if we would lay down our stuff and simply that we would take on Jesus? That we would look at other people, especially people who disagree with us. Listen to me now very closely because here's the underlying lie that's going on with this word tolerance. There is a lie that's going on underneath that says this, if you don't agree with me, then that means you dislike me. Listen to me very closely now. If you don't agree with my behaviors, you don't agree with my lifestyle, you don't agree with what I agree with, then you probably don't like me, and in fact, you probably hate me. Do you know that's the furthest thing from the truth? And here, here's the lie, just simply put. Love them like Jesus. Somebody disagrees with you? Okay. Whoop-de-doo. Oh, somebody agreed with, disagreed with me on Facebook. Now my whole world is just turned topsy-turvy. The world is going to disagree with you, guys. Remember the first scripture I read? Jesus says, the world won't just disagree with you, the world will hate you because you represent something, something way bigger than you. You represent the Son of the living God who dwells within you. Will you stand to your feet, please? Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, just come like wind, like fire, like rain. Come on, just, just begin to cry out to him right now. I want to be more like him. Do you? I, wanna, I don't want to be tolerant. I want to be filled full of love. I want to be filled full of his spirit. When I see people, I want to see Jesus. Oh, when I see people who disagree with me, I want to I love on them like Jesus. I want to be the hands and feet of Jesus. Come on, just begin to ask him all over this room. Every part of your heart, if something stood out to you today, maybe it was the part about being born again. Maybe you never really, really were born again. Today's the day for you. Maybe for some of us, maybe some of us just need that we've been in the world system for so long, we need to, need to be delivered from some of that stuff. Oh God, come and fill us today. Holy Spirit, have your way in this place. Jesus, touch every person in this room or watching right now. I pray that you would unplug us from the systems of this world and that we would be forever, forever, forever given to you. Galatians 1, 4 to 5 says this, and then I'm closing. Jesus gave his life for our sins, just as God our Father planned in order to rescue us, listen now, to rescue us from this evil world in which we live. All glory to God forever and ever. Amen and amen and amen. God bless you, Pathway.
guys are welcome just to, uh, we're just going to continue just to just stay in this moment. I know that those of you that just need to, to go today, there are things to do, but I just believe that God's doing something in the room this morning. What Tony spoke was a word directly from, the, from, from heaven. It was directly from the Lord. And there are those of you that just want to pursue this love of Jesus, because here's, here's what I was hearing the whole way through the message, and just as we were singing together, that we can't love people like Jesus until we love Jesus. You know what I mean? Like, we have to have this love in our hearts for Jesus, and I just believe that God wants to impart a new level of love on your, on your life today. So if you just want to come receive that, we'll have some people up here to pray for you some of the pastors and elders and ministry team, but if you just want to be able to love people like Jesus loves them and you want to be able to love Jesus more than you ever have before, I just believe that he just wants to draw close to you this morning. So just uh, come on up if you just want to have some prayer. And uh, for those of you who don't, man, just have a wonderful week. We love you guys. We'll see you next week. Have a great Sunday. God bless. We love you.